BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, guys, personalized hair care is where it's at. And that's why I've been using pros for the past few years, personalized to my hair. Pros made my hair shinier, smoother, softer, stronger, all the things. And it's personalized to my hair. I answered a bunch of questions and I got sent a formula that's uh, specific for my hair. So you guys could have that too. Uh, Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take a free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash not skinny. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash not skinny for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Amanda, who sometimes like having to do these intros makes me feel like I should quit the profession because some people do such good intros and I feel like that's not my strength. And actually that's something I was thinking about today, how if I had to say a positive thing about myself, I would say that self-awareness is one of them, like to the nth degree. You know what I mean? Like too self-aware where it's like you can't really just enjoy the moment because you're like just constantly aware of how you're acting and who you are and all those things. So very self-aware and aware of like the small things. For example, not being good at self-introductions Wait, hold on one second. I see the fucking mosquito. Hold the fuck on. Because funny enough, here's the next thing I want to talk about. The next thing I want to talk about is to complain about mosquito bites and just say that like, okay, that's like some shit to complain about, right? It's like there are bigger things happening in the world, but nothing quite as annoying as a mosquito bite if it's not like a paper cut like it might might be equally annoying you know what else is annoying that's super kim there are people that are dying 
So as you know, your bitch got not only the skin by Kim, you know, PR package, but also got the spa fucking day that I couldn't tell you guys about until now because they wanted to have it come out first or whatever. I couldn't like talk about it on the podcast, but basically I was invited, I don't know, a month ago where I didn't even know about skin. And, you know, I just got an email that was like, oh, you're invited to get a facial with Kim Kardashian's facialist because um, Kim's coming out with a new line. It was kind of elusive. And it, was, it said it was June 1st. So I was like, oh, my God, it's a day after my birthday. Of course, I want to get a fucking free facial by like an amazing facialist that probably costs like $18,000 for, you know, a facial. And it's just wild. I feel like when I say yes to things and then they come up, I don't know. You guys probably feel that in your lives, too. Like you get an email, you set a date if it's to meet somebody, if it's for anything. And then that day fucking comes and you're like, oh, my God, I have to go to fucking Greenwich. It was at the Greenwich Hotel for a facial right now. Like, ugh, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know if it was going to be like an influencery thing, which I'm not into. If I was going to have to talk to other people, God for fucking bed. But I was like, you know what? Whatevs, whatevs, whatevs. So went and thank God I get to the penthouse of the Greenwich Hotel. It's like very Kim's house. And apparently it was designed by the same uh, designer. And I'm alone, which like we love. And it's like, go like get dressed and, you know, you're going to get your facial. And I also thought like, no way am I going to actually get the facial with Joanna, who's Kim's facialist. Like it's probably going to be their, her assistant or like her, you know, one of her employees. But no, 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 it was Joanna who was like amazing. And the whole facial was talking to me, which like at points made me anxious because sometimes when people talk too much, like... I start like kind of spacing out and then it makes me anxious. I don't know if that's just me, but she was really explaining every single product to like a T of like the molecules and like all these things. I don't know what that accent was that I was like, mm-hmm, and like I didn't get it, but my eyes were closed and she was doing all the things and it felt nice and I just let myself go until all of a sudden I felt like she put on some gloves And I was like, okay, these are different gloves, but still eyes closed, totally committing, leaning in. And she was like, you might feel a metal taste in your mouth. And you know how like doctors will be like, oh, you know, there might be this side effect. You might feel this and you don't. And you're like, "Mm, it's fine. I'm immune to things. With this, the moment she said you might feel a metal taste, like my mouth was metal. Like my mouth was a construction site. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then boom, my face is vibrating. And then like a metal mouth face vibrations, panic attack, you guys fucking panic attack. And I'm like laying and I'm like, lean in, like lean in, you're not getting up. And that's why, you know, I've spoken on my Instagram about the fact that I like hate massages. So a lot of you were like, I thought you hate massages. Well, this was a facial. But the reason why I've ever probably hated things and the reason if you look within you, why there are certain things that you don't like, sometimes it's like more complicated. So for me, it's not like, oh, I don't like massages. I don't like my muscle to be muscles to be less tense. It's like, no, for example, it's because of anxiety, right? It's because if I'm getting a massage and I'm in my head and all of a sudden I'm anxious, I feel trapped. I feel like, how am I getting up in the middle of it? Like, it's going to make me lightheaded or I feel uncomfortable with this person and what are they going to think? So all these things are happening as my face is twitching. 
as my mouth is metal and I'm like, of course, starting to feel it project onto my body, like fast heartbeat. But then I have to kind of self-talk and say, okay, whatever's happening in your face right now isn't actually affecting your heartbeat. This is you kind of spiraling. So I'm like really trying to lean in. I'm like anything for young skin, like Kim said, she'd eat poop. Like I can't fucking get a facial. So kind of like at that point, I was like, okay. And then I finished and like saw myself was glowing, had so much product, loved it got up, like took a photo with Joanna. And then literally, guys, I'm walking back to my room like high, like off the facial, off the anxiety, off the fact that there's probably so much product in my eye that I can't see and everything's blurry slash. I'm like still in a panic attack. So everything's blurry. Like I'm not even joking. And I was like going to go in my room and change. They were like, oh, like somebody's using the, the restroom in there. And then out comes Simon Huck who, as we know, is friends with the Kardashians and we follow each other and we've had like good rapport, but never really met in real life. And then we met and he made me fucking laugh so hard. It was so nice because I forgot about my anxiety and it was just like, it brought me out of the spiral of like metal mouth facial twitches where we just cracked each other up and had such a good time and ended up like doing a full photo shoot there. And all of a sudden I was like in my fucking robe getting asked questions about the products. And I was like, I, my eyes were closed. I don't know <laughs> like what's happening, but it was a real vibe. And, and I finally got the products the other day. And I feel like you guys are not going to believe me anyway, because you're going to feel like I'll have to say that they're good, but I don't, but I actually really like them. Like obviously the packaging is really nice, but also you know, the consistency with things is really important to me. So it's like the right consistency. Like I have La Mer, for example, and like obviously obsessed and don't want uh, Huz to touch it. Somebody sent me like a small $95 bottle. Like I'm, he's not coming near it, but it's very thick, like very thick. And then there are creams that are like very kind of like watery. So this consistency is like the perfect amount. And another thing that I like is um, the smell. Because, for example, I have a lot of vitamin C serums that have a certain smell where I'm like, okay, that's how vitamin C serums smell, where all of her products kind of have this same like non-smell, but in a good way and a great consistency. And the fact that Joanna, the facialist, who's an esthetician and, and she's just like so knowledgeable, told me during the facial, explained every product, how it was made, that she helped Kim, like all the shit. I'm like, you know what? Fucking sold. Uh, but then again, I was sent it and didn't pay for it. So obviously that's something to take into consideration. Like what, how much money I would pay for, for each thing and like which thing would be more important to me. So maybe like the eye cream, because I feel like I need to, to start using more, more eye cream. Okay. You guys from when Noah was born, I was like, how do you know what toys to buy a baby? And like, what age does he need what? And I just didn't know. And I was introduced to KiwiCo back then. They send crates that are age appropriate for whatever age your baby is, whatever developmental stage your baby's at. And they are personalized crates that come with also reading material and their theme. So like there'll be like a crawl with me box or a sit with me or shapes or whatever. And just some of my favorite stuff Noah's ever had or play with are from KiwiCo. And it's just really helpful. And every parent needs to have a subscription like this just to make sure they're getting the right things for their kids to be learning and developing with. So listen, 
Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code NOTSKINNY30 at KiwiCo.com. That's KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. The promo code is NOTSKINNY30 and get a monthly crate for your kid. And then Road came out too this week, this past week. Everyone's been waiting for it for, I think, legitimately years. And everyone's super excited for it because Haley's face is a fucking baby's butt. And we're disregarding the fact that she's like 20. We're just saying she has great skin because of the skincare. And also we heard that it's going to be under or around $30. And then it came out super exciting, which of, of course I'm wondering if there's any like not drama, but like competition, like skin and road come out in the same fucking week or two weeks or whatever. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. And I would love to know how everyone's feeling about it. (laughs) So tell me if you guys want to. So road came out with three products It made it sound like it was five products, but it's actually three products. One of the products has three flavors. So there's a peptide glazing fluid. It's an absorbing gel serum that plumps and hydrates. There's a barrier restore cream. We call her BRC. Um, It's a lightweight moisturizer. So you kind of have like a serum, a moisturizer, and then the lip treatment that comes in three flavors. I think a lot of us were shocked about the three just because on one hand, you know, we've been waiting for a while. So we're like, wait, We've been waiting just for this. I think at the same time, Kim just came out with nine, which seemed like an insane amount. So it's kind of like that. But of course, I want to try it. Like, and I really do want to play a game of like roulette. Will I get sent the PR package for it or will I not? And if I won't, then I'd probably have to buy it to try it. But I just want to play this little game with myself of will they send me it? it? Could I get in with Haley? Because... So far, I'm not in. But a lot of you also want to know like about my dream podcast guest. So I will say that she's definitely on the list. And I feel like it would be such a good time to have her now since she wants to promote road. You know what I mean? Also, just to keep you guys in the loop of my life, you've probably seen that I did Jenny Molin's book event at the Strand uh, last week. And it was super cool. And you know what it is? I will tell you something about me. I'll tell you something about me. I do feel like I have a really good inner instinct of like what things to do and what things not to do. So, and I actually don't get to share much of like the behind the scenes of like this life, quote unquote, But so I don't get to tell you, like, I don't want to really go to events, right? I'm not trying to go to influencery events and like get my picture taken and, you know, say that I went to this show or was invited to this thing and I get invited to shit. But kind of my my rule is I'll go if it's something that like interests me, right? If it's like a premiere that of a movie that I'm dying to see or, you know, obviously the Kardashians premiere that I hosted or if it's like a friend from the industry's event. Like I remember the day I landed in LA, it was Aaron Foster's uh, and Sarah Foster's favorite daughter store opening. And I was like, so tired. So whatever, but I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm like, 
Erin has always been so kind to me and I love her. So I'm going to make the effort. Like, was it comfortable for me to like go someplace by myself when I, the day I arrived in LA? No. Did I go there to get like my picture taken? Hell no. I looked like fucking shit. But it's like for that, I would make an effort. So yeah, so in general, not really into going to events unless again, it's like, let's say a brand that I wear and I'm obsessed with and they would, I don't know, invite me to their fashion show and be like, oh my God. I don't know. It just has to be something not random. Like I'm not just going to get my picture. That's not what I'm looking for in this life. So with Jenny Molin, it was like I've been following her for such a long time and always thought she was funny and a vibe. And then... She, uh, I guess, started following me and then we talked and then she was like, oh, my book is coming out. Can I send it to you? And she sent it to me. And then I was like, oh, you should come on your podcast on my podcast to promote it. And then she did. And what was really funny about it. And I and I and I told this story at her book event that I moderated or hosted or whatever that I was like, I didn't read her book before she came on podcast like I haven't read in like five years. I I didn't know how to even fit in my schedule. And I and the the book wasn't coming out for another month anyway. So I was like, you know, we'll talk about other things. And then at the end of our podcast together, she was like, by the way, what are you doing on like June 14th? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, can you do my book event? And I was like, okay. And I like thought it didn't know that it was actually going to happen. And then again, it's one of those things that like you agree to and then the day comes. But between that and that day, I also did her podcast and then she invited me to her book launch event. And I did, I went to that as well. And again, it was one of those easy decisions to make because it's like, I like her. I had started reading the book at that point. I was obsessed with the book. I think she's so cool and funny. And I just support, I support her. And I knew that it would be a good group of women. So I went and I got to meet Busy Phillips. And it was so funny, you guys, because I had posted like my place card that night that said Amanda Hirsch. And I swear in my life that I didn't realize Busy Phillips place card was right behind it. And I got so many messages saying, boop, saying it's a busy Phillips boop. And I was like, oh my God, I created monsters. Cause like I teach you the boop and then you fucking boop me. And I, and I told, uh, Huz, but I, w- I was told, I was like, babe, you're the only person that will know that. Like I didn't know it was in the picture. I was like, you believe me, right? Like I didn't do it on purpose. It's like those bitches that like, you know, try to flash their Rolex and the trot. And it's like, okay, we see you have a Rolly. So, but that wasn't it. That was like not a boop on purpose, but obviously was excited to meet her. And she is super cool and hopefully going to be on my podcast very, very soon. So, and it, it was nice because Jenny's publicist is super cool and part of the small following. So she did the seating arrangement of that night. So I like, I was sitting next to her and she was so fun. And then across from us were, Jenny and busy. So I was like, oh my God, thank God that like they put me where they put me because listen, I'm the same as you. Like I, the moment I got there and I saw there was mingling, like wanted to die. Like texted has was like, oh my God, there's mingling because I thought it was like a dinner and I could slip into my seat and like eat whatever. But there was fucking mingling. I did down so much wine. So yeah, so I wanted to tell you guys about that. So obviously I got to meet Jason Biggs, which like, oh my God, American Pie. Uh, When I did her book event that I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But this whole thing, the really, really like great thing that happened from it is I'm reading again. 
Like I haven't read and you know what? It is embarrassing to say a little bit because it makes me feel not smart that I haven't read since fucking Twilight, but I forgot how to find the time. Like I used to read on the subway or on the train, like public transportation. And I don't take public transportation anymore. So it's like, when do I read? Like before I go to sleep? No, I'm on my phone. Like when do I read when Noah's napping? Um, No, I have a gazillion other things to do. But because I sort of had to read this book, I then like committed to it. But it was the best commitment of my life because it was so good. Like not only is it actually a really good book, but it was so nice for me to at night, for example, not be on my phone and read this story instead. So it really got me back on the reading horse. (laughs) And I used to fucking write, you guys. I wanted to write a book. Like I used to call myself a fucking writer. Okay. I started this account writing memes. Like I have written my entire life. So it brought me back to, to that love. But please don't all these people send me their books now. Okay, I spoke about Jenny Mullen's book in this episode. And one of my favorite parts of the book was like this really sexual scene. And I was like, hmm. so like, if you want to have sexual scenes more often, you got to check out Dipsy. Okay, you got to check out Dipsy because it's a vibe. It's an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. So they know what turns you on. They bring scenarios to life with just really crazy characters that are bound to turn you on. If it's like an intriguing coworker with a British accent or like hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. They have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign too. Like what turns on a Gemini? Literally almost everything. New content is released every week. So you could just listen to your favorite stories over and over again or find something new. They also have stories for sleep, for wellness, and they also offer written stories now. You could also use it to spice up things with your partner. So for listeners of my show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash not skinny. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash not skinny, dipsystories.com slash not skinny. Okay, guys, even though I don't need prescription, eyeglasses. Don't kid yourself though. I've wanted them my whole life. I've gotten eye exam after eye exam saying, are you sure? Because it just seems so fun to be able to have that kind of accessory. Pair eyewear makes it even more fun because you get a base frame and then they have a bunch of options for top frames that are magnetic that you just like, poof, just like it's with a magnet. And then it just like goes on top of the base frame and you could change it out. So let's say the base frame is like black. Then you'll have a top frame that's like pink or tortoise or green or whatever. And that way you could have like five glasses with having one actual pair and the rest just top frames. And the base frame started just $60, including prescription lenses. So what I did is I took a base frame and then the top frame I took like for sunglasses. So isn't that cool? You guys should check out Pair Eyewear. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. And you guys, they have really cool, trendy, uh, different shapes. Go to Pair Eyewear, 
dot com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at pair P A I R eyewear.com slash not skinny. The book event was super cool. Got to meet a lot of you, which is always fun. And it just got me excited. It got me excited about whether I, you know, the next book I'm going to read or if I would want to write a book or if I, you know, I'm kind of anti live shows and couldn't really put my finger on if I wanted to do one or not. All of a sudden I'm like, wait, it was so nice meeting, you know, some of you and should I do one? And maybe, maybe I could do it, you know? Anyway, so that was super cool. Oh my God. Another funny thing that happened to me at the book event is that I've been following Jenny for a long time. So in comes this like 80 year old woman with like, like a, a ginger hair. And I'm like, Oh my God, is that an actress? Do I, do I know her? Is that Shirley MacLaine? Like literally. And then I'm like, who, who is that? And somebody said like, Oh, that's Je- uh, that's Jenny's dermatologist, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I recognize her dermatologist like from her stories, because Jenny's like open about getting like Botox and whatever. So then I was like, oh my god, I need to ask Jenny's dermatologist about my etched eleven line that like I'm even considering getting Botox, which like I never thought about and have, you know, I think my relationship changed with it. I think I used to judge it a lot. And be, you know, when I'd see like 23 year olds on the bachelor, get it and have their whole face be not moving and fillered up. Um, but I was never against it for like actual wrinkles, but, but I will tell you that Joanna Kim Kardashian's esthetician facialist, when I asked her about Botox, she said she wasn't into it. So like, Obviously, I didn't pry too much and like start asking her about the Kardashians. But I asked her about my etched line that is like concerning me a little. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, you don't need it yet. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why are you against it? And she and she basically said that she's against like preemptive uh, Botox, like preventative. Sorry. And she was like, preventative. I don't know what accent I'm doing. She, <laughs> she's like preventative facial paralysis. Does that sound like normal to you? And I was like, Oh my God, it doesn't. But like, doesn't everyone that comes to you like do it? I didn't say that. But yeah, so so Jenny's very open about it. And I am now like have this line on my 11s that I keep that I just see. And it's funny because I look back in pictures and I saw that it's it's been there for the past couple of years, but I literally didn't notice it. So I don't know if I started noticing it because I like have gone to LA too much <laughs> lately or because I've been more on like, you know, screen, like on doing shows and things and hosting gigs. No one's told me about it. So I don't even know how I started noticing it. I don't want to be like influenced, you know, I don't want to be influenced. And it is kind of nice to just feel like I don't do anything and like have that be a blanket statement I could make. And if I did get stuff done, I would have to be honest about it. And I wouldn't be able to say that I don't get stuff done. Do you get what I'm saying? Anyway, just stupid shit. Um, But anyway, so this Shirley MacLaine looking derm who I'm like, she's like, who are you? You're funny, which was such a compliment because those of you that I met that at that book event that know me and follow me and came to see me, Obviously, hugest compliment when they're like, oh, you were so funny. You were good. We love you. Obviously, huge compliment. Bigger compliment. Those who were like, we had no idea who you were. We just saw you tonight. 
and you were funny and good. You know, we like you now. I was like, oh my God, that means so much. So anyway, the the 80 year old Derm who was like, was like, who are you funny? What do you do? And I have trouble answering that. I was like, I'm a, you know, on uh, Instagram and uh, I have a podcast. And she's like, oh, you have a podcast. That's cool. And then I, I show her the line. I was like, do you think I, which like, I don't know how she does Jenny's Botox because she's literally, I don't know. She like could barely see my, she, I, she, I don't know if she could see that well. And she's like, so come, come in. And she's like, I'll come on your podcast. You come into the office. We do an exchange, which I just was obsessed with the fact that she like called it an exchange, like a collab. I was First of all, it was such a meta fucking moment because Jenny's book is about this like influencer life and, you know, getting just like literally about influencer life. So having an 80 year old old school dermatologist offer me an exchange in the elevator was just a wild ride. But that kind of ties in also to the fact that I was a guest on Jason Tardick's podcast this week. Jason Tardick is from Bachelor Nation. He has a podcast, which I really respect people with original ideas. So his podcast isn't just like another Bachelor Nation podcast. He does um, podcasts about like money and he's trying to like break the stigma of, you know, not being transparent about how much money you make and especially in the influencer world. I did didn't want to share how much money I made because that makes me feel really weird. But a couple things about doing his podcast is, first of all, when he on the podcast, he said like to the listener, he was like, Amanda is not going to share like exact numbers, but blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, when Caitlin Bristow comes on and shares her numbers, I will. And I thought that was just really good because like, come on, you're fucking engaged to you know, one of the most successful bachelor people. And I know she didn't go on his podcast and I know she ain't sharing her income. So I was like, when Caitlin does, I will. And I thought that was funny and he liked it. But also what I wanted to say about him was the the fact that, you know, I get asked so much about advice I would give people that want to start in, either in a podcast or on Instagram. And I always say like, have, you know, something that you really love that's like specific to you that you're really good at, that you're really interested in, that you're really passionate about and a specific direction so that it has like it ha- it has, you know, a specific thing. And I feel like I liked Jason's podcast idea and how how it wasn't like, oh, he's just having guests on to like, you know, shoot the shit. No, it's specifically about you know, the money aspect and the career aspect of things. And so it was good. And also he kind of the way he looks at things. So, you know, he obviously asked me about uh, going on um, having Kim and Chloe on my podcast. And a lot of people are asking me about that. Right. And be like, oh, my God. I'm like, you had them and you met that, which is like, obviously, I could fangirl out and geek out about it all day. But he the way he looked at it, because obviously he doesn't give a shit about the Kardashians as much the way he was looking at it, which like really made me kind of take a step back and and look at it the way he was. He was kind of he was asking me, like, how did you do it? He was like, how did I was like, oh, like they reach out. He's like, no, but how he's like, do you understand that you got Kim and Khloe Kardashian on your podcast. Like he was like, do you know if I hired 
you know, a hundred employees and paid them, you know, hourly for whatever a year to work on at the end of the of 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 the um term getting Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian as a guest on their podcast. He was like, they probably couldn't do it. Like, it's a very specific skill set of 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 an intention and and all these things that you did that on your own. And I was like, wow, like, I don't think about it like that enough. Like, I'm like, oh, this is so cool, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think about how and the fact that I did it. And it was also funny because we were talking about, you know, this life and being an influencer and the, the, the industry that we're in. And I was just like, listen, if anything, like I have a college education, I have a resume and I could always get a job. I was like, even though my resume is probably not that good. And he looked at me, he's like, your resume isn't good. And I was like, oh, he's like, you literally have a brand, built a brand like to all the, and I was like, oh my God, like that could go on my resume. Like all these things. I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, even just being a guest, I learned a lot. And um, I was like, also like, marry me, Jason? No, not really. Relax. Okay. You guys know I'm a H-O for any kind of meal delivery service that comes to my door that I don't have to make an effort because really with busy lives, like all you want to do is open the fridge and have something ready to go. Because if you have any free time, you definitely don't want to spend it on meal planning and cooking. So with Splendid Spoon, you can make more time to enjoy the summer and feel great with plant-based meals that require no prep time. Splendid Spoon sends delicious, plant-based, ready-to-eat meals and snacks right to your door. They also have such great shakes, you guys. Was really loving those shakes. It makes you feel good. You feel like a green, organic, clean queen, okay? Also, every meal is customizable and you can get what you want every single time and they're ready to eat. So the most you'll have to do is press start on that microwave. Every single meal is also 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free, made with plenty of vegetables, healthy fats, whole grains, and spices from all over the world. Eat well and enjoy more of your summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to splendidspoon.com dot com slash not skinny and you'll get fifty dollars off your first box when you subscribe. That's fifty dollars off at splendid dot com slash not skinny. Okay, so you know the picture of Kim or sorry, it was more a video where she's wearing that Balenciaga sparkly dress that you can only see her eyes and I put up that I don't think it's Kim. I was like, it's not Kim. And it really didn't look like Kim. We thought it was maybe Pete or maybe Danny, her stylist or Courtney or fucking Mason. I don't know. So it's her. It's fucking her. She actually confirmed it to me. So there's that. And it really didn't look like her. And now in retrospect, I'm realizing that it was legit mascara makes all the fucking difference. Isn't that wild? Anyway, so I'm really glad that I watched the JLo documentary and y'all should watch it. And not only because it forced me to think about maybe working out and starting to move my body and maybe get some muscle and maybe get strong because that bitch is 50 years old and a fucking beast. Um, But more so, 
you know, when the documentary first uh, came out or, you know, uh, critics watched it, the media got got first eyes on it, obviously. All the articles were like, J-Lo didn't want to share the stage with Shakira at halftime. And of course, I even got into it and I was like, oh, what do we think? Like, do we understand her? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the quotes from the movie sounded like out of context, like, oh, my God, J-Lo is a bitch. And then you watch it and you're like, in no way, shape or form is that what we understood from it? You know, like in no way, shape or form is J-Lo saying, I don't want to be with Shakira and like, I should have had this time alone. She said it very much sounded like she was more upset about the time. Like she wanted more time. She wanted to fit in more songs. You know, the NFL people seem to be a little bit difficult and like stingy with the time and like all these other things. But I didn't take away at all that she was like, I don't want to share it with stupid Shakira. Even though that those headlines made people go and dig up, there were like Twitter threads and shit about all of JLo's like mean comments about women in the industry that she's made over the years about Salma Hayek, about all types of bitches. And uh, I don't know. These were all quotes. I didn't see with my eyes J-Lo saying this or that about different actresses and and things. But apparently that's what that's what they dug up. Anyway, Beyonce is dropping a new album on July 29th, people. It's happening. The Queen, literally the Queen Bee, is uh, Act One Renaissance. It's dropping on 729. So she currently is the coolest person on earth. Not only is she following zero people on Instagram, she also has a new profile pic and her whole Instagram is filled with pics that could be profile pics. So it's really just like the coolest thing. Also, did you guys see Blue Ivy, her twin with Jay-Z at a basketball game? If not, then go find the clip. And he puts his arm around her when the, the cameras are on them. And she's like, dad, get off. And apparently she's saying like, get off my hair. Cause like, obviously what matters the most, but she is so cute. And she's Beyonce's twin, which is wild. Also, did you guys see that Austin Butler thinks that he's still Elvis and like all of his interviews, he's like, yeah, I can't just go look it up. Austin Butler thinks he's fucking Elvis still. He's taking it too far. I wonder what Kaya Gerber thinks about it because it's a lot. Also, yes, has made shawarma. It was insane in the membrane. And I want him to like open a shawarma place because I've never liked shawarma in my life. And this was incredible. And I'm just so proud of him because it's one thing to like cook. And it's another thing to like put up a fucking shawarma. Like, I don't even know how he did it. I went out one, one night and he did it. He, it's literally like a layering meat upon meat and like he got lamb fat and all this shit. And then it like spins around and it was just amazing. And he's just so good with food. And I've always, since we met, been like, you need to do something with food. Like you need to have a place like the husbs. Like, could you imagine? It was so good. He was so like butthurt at the beginning when I was like, 
telling you guys it's going to take three days. He's like, no, it's not. But anyway, before we go, because I don't want to keep you guys, I'm going to answer some of your questions because I said I would. And I just want you to know that when I do that and when I say when I put up AMAs, I want to like die because it's so cringy to me. And again, that goes back to the self-awareness thing is when influencers do AMAs every five seconds of their lives. First of all, AMAs in general, I feel like are just so self-involved and so self-important. Like, ask me a question. Like, who wants to ask you a question, bitch? I don't care. Like, that's how I feel about me, right? Me to me. Me to me. It just feels like, hi, I have five minutes. What do you want to know? It's like, do you know what I'm saying? It's so self-indulgent. But here we go. (laughs) But I'll tell you why. (laughs) I rather do it on the podcast because at least... I don't know. I just feel like it's our own little place. And it's not me just like sharing to the whole world. It's just like people that actually take out time to listen to my podcast. I don't know. It feels more intimate to me than like, I don't know. I feel like this is just different a little bit. So please um, don't judge me. And you know how like not only do influencers do the AMAs, but they love like showing how many questions come in. Like, oh my God, so many questions. And then they have to tell you when they're done because they don't want you to think that they're done. Like they don't have more questions. So they'll be like, so many more, but could only do these. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, do you want to see how many I have? Because I have a gazillion. I have to scroll so much that my thumb hurts. Thank you. Um, but I do want to answer some of your questions because I said that I would. Um, okay. Beyonce's album we talked about, um, Nate and Michelle. Yeah. So I got Nate and Michelle from the bachelorette. Um, so like a couple weeks ago, I got a DM that was like something. The person who sent the DM said that they, they or their friend or something they know got into a car accident with Nate. And then Nate was super distraught and was like, oh my, like, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Like, I'm not doing well. Like, something like that. Someone sent this to me. I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm not, you know, I always say like, I'm not doing do moi. I'm not going to just post a, a blind right now. But let's see what happens. Um, And then, and then I was invited to go on Bachelor Happy Hour, which uh, Becca... Kufrin and Michelle host, but Michelle was sick that day. Mm-hmm-hmm. So I like asked Lori KPR, who does Michelle's uh, PR, I think, like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I think she's sick. But like, not that she would for sure tell me. And then I heard like another thing. And then I did Dumois' podcast yesterday. And after we finished, she's like, have you heard about Nate and Michelle? And I was like, oh my God, like if she's hearing it now too, then it's for sure, which is so sad because they're so cute. But let's not forget that he was like a playa from Austin. So like as cute as they were together, it's not like the most surprising thing. Uh, When will Noah get a sib? So I don't know when Noah's going to get a sibling. I do think there should be let's normalize being a single child. But I do know deep down that I do want to give him a sibling. I just also know that I don't feel like being pregnant right now and going through it all. But then I'm like, maybe it's better just do it and getting it over with as bad as that sounds. So I actually don't know my go to Starbucks order. Um, I just posted the other day is uh, what's it called? Shaken, I, I shaken espresso 
with oat milk and one pump of sugar for vanilla. Sometimes that's not enough for me. So I add some stevia. Um, am I going to watch the double bachelorette season? Probably, even though it's not, it's not intriguing at all to me. Can you give us a hint on who doom wise? I actually don't know, but there were rumors like a month ago. Do you plan on doing a pod with court Kylie or Kendall? Um, well, you guys know that court was like my numero uno, but I really do think that she's not a podcast person. And that's why she mentioned doing a day. Ah, tell me why the Jenners are annoying. I know you agree. I don't think they're annoying. I just think they don't give us much. And we talk about it on cards catch up. Like what are they giving us? Kendall parallel parking? Like what's happening? Do you worry about swearing in front of Noah? Obviously not. (laughs) Obviously not. Would I thruple with Kravis? 100%. What's an unpopular opinion you have these days? Oh my God, I think that I have so many unpopular opinions. You guys were not into me, like not really knowing Jack Harlow's entire life story, even though he's cute. But like I reminded you of my age uh, target audience. So someone saying you have accomplished so much other than being a mom. What are you most proud of right now? Honestly, this, this really important, you know, life work. Um, obviously being able to do what I love and what I've been obsessed with my entire life and have that be my career is absolutely insane. So definitely, definitely that. What is your husband's name? Chris ain't it. Oh my God. I remember when I was at a Coldplay show and I was like, Chris said, and I met Chris Martin and so many people were like, Chris, is that your, so my husband's name is your own. And I started calling him husband when I think I was actually just more mysterious and it it just stuck. And I think you guys prefer it that way. I think saying your own isn't, doesn't roll off the tongue. So that's why, that's why. Do you ever DM with the Kardashians like small talk? Yes, I do. Would I move to LA? I don't know. I'll tell you what, you guys, I don't know. Sometimes it would make certain things easier, like the Kardashian show that I do. That's why I shoot it via Zoom because I'm in New York. I'm sure that if I was there, I'd have maybe more or cooler or additional opportunities. But New York is just my home right now. And I have a family and I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where moving is a big deal. So it would have to be a very planned out, very like big decision and not just on a whim. Okay. So somebody's asking, how do I get your abs? So this is going to be super Bethany fucking Frankel. And really, I think that, you know, I, I'm, I don't think that I'm obviously at all, you know, Abby, but I do know that the construction of my stomach might make it appear like I might have an ab. And it's literally just, I think the way my stomach is, which is just weird because the rest of my body does not have a definition. It's just odd. Is it from pooping a lot? I don't know, but I definitely have to start working out. But let's enjoy that like weird genetic line that looks like it's an ab, right? Like, thank you. How are you so good at interviewing? Is it natural or did you take a class or something? Oh my God. I get... <laughs> um, thank you. That means the world to me. Actually, also on Jason Tardik's podcast this week, he was asking me about my podcast and he was telling me like how good it is and how, you know, how how it's a, such a great podcast and considered as one of the greatest of of in my network of Dear Media. And I was just so 
it was such a crazy thing to hear because I told him it's like, I, for some reason, my podcast, I haven't owned it yet. I feel like I, you know, it came after my Instagram. And although like I'm, I'm not, I feel like I don't give it a proper enough place or put it on a high enough pedestal, but also in a good way, because it's such a compliment to me when somebody listens or likes it or gives me a compliment like this about interviewing. I think that practice, you know, I think that if I listened to my first episode, I would cringe way more. I would probably cringe today too, but I would cringe way more. And I told Jason this on his podcast is like, I really make it a point to have on guests that I want to know shit about that I'm interested in. And that makes that much easier. And dream podcast guest. Well, I told you guys, Haley Bieber fucking would love that. Would love to have Amy Schumer. Would love to have Britney Spears. Wouldn't that be a fucking... Uh, okay, the last one I'll do is you think with all the recent Jack's Britney Saucy drama. Okay, I just want to tell you guys about that in case you haven't heard. Um, okay, so apparently Stassi on her podcast, and it is, of course, just like a little weird because I am, you know, friendly with her, uh, is that... Okay, so, but she, this is all stuff that's out, right? So she on her podcast said that there they didn't come to her wedding. Jackson, Brittany, Jackson, Brittany, apparently last minute didn't show up. And Brittany, and, and apparently also Jax is like talking shit about Bo or some shit, which like isn't surprising. Brittany went on like a bitches podcast that she was very upset about it. They actually did have reasons why they couldn't go and she would have never brought it up publicly. And she misses Stassi, who's like a really close friend. So first of all, this is why I love Vanderpump forever, ever is because like their drama is in real life. Like, couldn't you imagine this happening on the show? Like this happens in their lives. And I mean, it could happen in so many friend groups lives. Right. But I just feel like Jack sucking shit, <laughs> just like being a fucking bad person and everybody talking about it on podcasts obviously makes it really special. Okay. Well, that's it, you guys, for today. Maybe I'll answer more of these on my actual page. I love you guys so much. I love talking to you so much. I can almost hear you talk right back at me and say, yes, badge. Anyway, love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. Please, if you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a fucking second and do it. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 